the Everyman Podcast. The Everyman. The mm-hmm. bro. Everyman Podcast. Another week, another pod. We're here, we're together, we're in the Cosmic Canoe. We're blessed, mm-hmm. we're highly favored. Mm-hmm. Daryl Campbell, big dog, my brother. How are you, bro? Bro, I am so good now that I'm on with you, man, because this week has been crazy. It's been a bit of a week. Um, you know, this time of year is always busy for everybody. And, uh, you know, I was saying to my wife, uh, my calendar is all thrown off this year because of the wedding planning. So, like, yeah. I felt like usually you, like, you know Christmas is coming because you're going through Halloween. But we were, like, going through the wedding during Halloween. Yep. So, it was like, I skipped Halloween. Yep. And then it was like, oh, shit, here's Thanksgiving. <laughs> and then, like, now it's like, dude, Christmas is in, like, three weeks. Like, right. that's – it. I feel as though it snuck up on me a little bit this year. Um, you know, and I was in the Party City store this week. I'm seeing all the 2022 things, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the glasses, the the regalia. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's when I was like, huh, how about that? Yeah, it's right. over. Right, dude. Another one in the books, just about. What's uh, what's got you busy, dog? Dude, uh, the NFL. That acronym mm. has has me just tied up like nobody's business. There's so many productions going on. There isn't enough people to work those productions, and so it falls on all the other every men and every women of that place to make it work and make it sing and make money. That's the biggest thing. I find it money. <laughs> I find it interesting how anywhere I go, any restaurant, any retail store, any of the other companies that I interact with in my professional day to day. Isn't it interesting how there's not enough people anywhere? Mm. Odd. Yeah. Almost yeah. makes you wonder why well bro people are we've talked about this before people are wising up to the shits bro like they are wising up to it they're like whoa look there's only one me and you want there to be 20 me's for one position and i'm underpaid i'm overworked and you're not listening to my pleas so what are they saying they are saying fuck you i'm gone and you know what the pandemic did this is the last time I'm going to say anything about the fucking pandemic. What the pandemic did was showed that you can work remotely and get fucking paid and not have to be subject to the stuff that you've heard about. I'm going through like, dude, it's just, that's just what it is. Yep. That's the last I'm saying about the pandemic. That's it. It is. It is interesting. And I just find it. I remember also seeing the 2022 stuff. I remember a conversation you and I had on the show where we were saying, look, just because the calendar's flipping over, you know, doesn't mean that 2020 is behind no. you and over. No. And, you know, we actually have no. to do things differently in order to uh, have a different outcome. And right. I I certainly walked that walk mm-hmm. personally in, in my life. I know you did. Mm-hmm. Not everybody did. And now you look at it and some of the things, and again, we'll leave this here, but some of these things I see in the media, it's like, now this, huh, you know, and it's like, are we fucking, do we want it? 
are we going to just do this forever? Is that what you guys really want? Because it's starting to seem like it's really starting to seem like you guys have a financial interest in keeping this fucking thing going. And I don't know anyone in real life that has not found a way to adapt and do things safely and uh, effectively. So I don't know. Interesting, interesting times. But uh, again, I will I will repeat this claim, and I'm sure I'll say it again as we get closer to the end of the year. If we want different outcomes, we got to do different shit, people. You, you are absolutely right. You have to do different shit. And you know what you got to do? It's the same thing we're doing on this fucking podcast, bro, is we're betting on us. Mm-hmm. You got to bet on yourself. Look, these kids out here on YouTube, you know, PewDiePie, all these, all these like YouTube sensations, man. They're making millions of dollars just sitting at home in the closet, doing what they normally do, and people are buying into it. But they're betting on themselves. They're not subject to anything else. You gotta bet on you, man. Like you did it differently. Differently is this. Differently is saying, you know what? <clears throat> I'm X organization. I've been doing this for X amount of years, and people have bought my stuff. But you know what? The the landscape is changing. And we need to change. We can't keep doing the same shit and expecting different results. You know what that is. Oh, yeah. You already know what that is. I'm not putting any names in a box, but I'm saying if you want stuff to be different, you got to different just like you just said. And you got to bet on yourself, man. This is the time. Right now is the time. Bet on yourself. Believe in yourself. And shine that light like we do mm-hmm. all the time, man. And fucking go nuts, man. Give go yourself the, the Christmas gift of betting on yourself. Yeah, dude. Now, speaking of doing things different, uh, big story in the sports world this week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so now, the every man and the every woman. If you're if you're new newer here in the cosmic canoe with us, you may not realize this because it's been a while since we talked about it. But my bro Daryl Campbell here is a Notre Dame man, and I say that because uh, a Notre Dame man is just different, and uh, there's that that means something. And and yeah, we're right. gonna and, and Daryl's gonna explain what that <clears throat> means in a minute here. But uh, Daryl went to college, at, at, you know, at Notre Dame, played there. Uh, it's it's a it's a part of his journey, but it's it's a part of his who he is, how he became, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're not a sports fan in college football, it's common for coaches to kind of every now and then there's a big story where a coach leaves in a really bad fashion. And this happened, you know, in a, in a weird way. So Daryl, what happened with the Notre Dame head coach? He fucking left, bro. But how did he That's leave? what happened. Explain how he, explain uh, how he left. <laughs> listen to me. Anytime you have a team that's seated in the fucking playoffs, right? right? You're ranked in the top 10. You have an opportunity to be ranked in the top five. Literally be ranked in the top five. And your head coach says, you know what? I got a suitor out there that's going to give me $100 million to fucking roll. And you know what I'm saying? I'm saying deuces. That's what I'm saying. And you know what? After a game. After a fucking game. Deuces. And not only that, I'm going to say deuces in four goddamn minutes to my team. So, But to back it up, though. So the news leaks out. Notre Dame has a game. Okay. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> After the game, the news leaks out that LSU has hired w- w- Brian Kelly as yes. as their new head coach yes. for an eight year, ninety five million dollar contract. 
the news leaks out as the players for Notre Dame are in the locker room and the reporters are saying, hey, did you know your head coach just <laughs> fucking left? And then they're like looking around and he actually left. He like left the team Gone. at the stadium. Gone. Literally left. Gone. And then texted everybody. Hey, yeah. guys, by the way, sorry you found out this way, but I got a new job. Yeah. We'll talk at 730 in the morning. So he sends yeah. a group text out to his players, all of whom he's recruited to come to Notre Dame oh, to yeah. play football. Oh, yeah. Sat in these families' kitchens, shook. Talked to their moms, the dads. Promised the these moms that he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll see them through their college years safely. Yeah. And then he gets in front of the team. And the video leaked out. One of the players recorded it. Yeah. And at first it came out that it was seven and a half minutes long, but then it turns out it was four minutes long. And it was essentially, if you haven't seen it, it was basically, hey guys, uh, you're all great. Um, I got a good opportunity for my family. Now, here's where I I just want to inject. Somebody wants to give you $100 million to do something, and you have a family. I do, like, that would be a hard decision to make. Right. Right. But, like, really, is it? Is it really? Dude, that's, there's, so much to fucking But there's always there, like yeah. it'd be like listen, yeah. But you know what? You gotta let me see my commitment through, at least to the end of the year. No. Oh, <laughs> and like yeah. and, and, and this is the thing that I don't quite understand about college football, and it's it's kind of there's no loyalty to these organizations and no. even when they give you so much and they give you so much power and this recruit all the, the prestige and oh he's the coach and he gets to run the campus and it's like when when you hear like about a, a couple and like they start dating because they were like cheating and then you fu- then they get ch- then that person cheats on them. Right. It's like right. no shit. If you start a relationship <laughs> with deception, it's probably going to end that way too. And it's right. like you don't like LSU, you don't think that like the minute uh an NFL franchise that's in trouble wants to pay him $7 million a year, you know, or $8 million a year. You don't think that he's going to leave you guys in the middle of a game. Right, bro. Right. He did it before he came to Notre Dame. Like it's now, what does that mean to you? Like the Notre Dame man, what's, what is that, that integrity? What What is that about? When people use the words student athlete, right. And they use it like, just just a, as a matter of course, because it's on a piece of paper that you're getting ready, like you're going to sign to go to the school. So student athlete, right? If we're talking about, and I'm just going to put it out there, we're talking about Florida State. If we're talking about, you know, uh, the Alabamas, if we're talking about the Miami, the U, we're talking about all that, but you know why you're fucking going there, bro. Yeah. You know why you're going there. It's going to be more athlete than student. You're taking, that's you're the, taking ballroom dancing and bro, you're, you're fucking basket. You're going to be a, you're going to have a master's in basket weaving. Like right, right. That, that's what it's going to be. Right. At Notre Dame, that's not the case. And it's not just the academic portion of it, man. It's the holistic education. It's, the fact that you hold God in the highest esteem at a university and it's a part of what it is that you do as a student, dude, as an athlete, you exist within the student body. 
You know what I mean? Like you're intermingles. There's no separate dorms for the athletes or separate places that the athletes go. You are injected with the student body. All the gold flakes and helmets that you have, you as an athlete, you stay up with the student body to paint those on your helmets, man. You're, it's there. No, no place does shit like that, man. It's it's a storied institution, and it's not a university where a, a coach just ups and runs. That's a place where you go to fucking ride it out into the sunset, man, as a head coach, or like a Lou Holtz or something like that. Like you, there's going to be like, there's going to be tales told about you as a head coach. That's the type of place you go to. And when you leave, you're like 500 years old and you're ready to go see Jesus. That's the type of deal it is. You don't just up and run because somebody gives you some, some, you know, some money. And another thing too, is just like you said, have some class about it, man. You know what I mean? Don't just, bail on the team after a game, give them a four minute discussion and say, Hey, listen, there's an opportunity. I get that. Like have some type of decorum, you know what I mean? Or see it through, see the rest of the way that you have the potentiality with this squad right here, which is what you said when you came in 12 years ago, that you, you want to bring us to a national championship, right? Right. You said that that's the commitment that you made. And that's the AD. The thing I don't, again, it's part of what keeps me from like attaching myself to anyone college football group it's like they haven't been like national championship contenders in a while and they were they were when you were there a little bit with brady quinn and like they were a national you know what you guys were in the top 20 yeah, right well, at that time yeah, right absolutely, absolutely and then then it kind of dipped and then he came back and has built it back up to this you know and it's like Bro. you got it like you want to win a net like you don't think that the co- the money for your services is going to be there in a year or like, and and I get it. And the other thing is they say like, well, college football is different. There's these you posi- there's certain prestigious positions in you, and it's kind of like the Mike Tomlin. Remember earlier this year when the Steelers were str- they continue to struggle now, right. but it was like, oh, Tomlin's going to go to the USC, and it was like, no, why? That would be a step back from yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why yeah. would you go coach? college football from that like there's it's not like he's the coach of like the cardinals or something you know or uh the texans or someone new you know what i mean a franchise that doesn't have this big yeah history so like especially in terms of like legacy like you could have you could have been a legend you could just been a legend for being the guy that brings a championship back to notre dame you know what i mean and like I'm sure the money would have been there. It's a private school. I just don't, I don't, I don't quite get it. I don't understand it. And then the, the, the pageantry afterwards doing other interviews, you know what I mean? Talking about like the opportunity to win a national championship with another team in your, and like, why the team, even, yeah, why you just left the team. Like, come what on, was the, man. remember, like, remember a couple years ago, who was the coach of the Falcons that left at like, Remember that it was like on a Monday oh, night game, yeah. and he went to Louisville or something. Was that before Dan Quinn? Oh, uh, this was like yeah, this was like yes. I think Mike Vick right after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I think he That's came in. I think he got came in when Mike Vick. Ah, uh, like he I was expecting you. him to be there. Yeah. But like, remember that, and then he like yep. told them at like halftime, like, yeah. "Hey guys, this is good. I'm out. I'm going back I'm to out. college. I'm out. I just yeah. bro." But it's it, what, what what you do when you're a head coach, 
like and and I understand hundred if Brother Jay, we're in the cosmic community together. You're my bro. I love you to death. You know this. If any somebody came to us and said, Hey, listen, we're gonna offer you a hundred million dollars, I mean, we're gonna for sure look into that. Like, you know, yeah, I'm gonna take success. a hard look at that. I'm, yeah. not, I'm gonna take a really <laughs> that's gonna be a top line item for Ooh, both of us, right? Yeah, let me just yeah. I gotta really look at this. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, you know, that other thing too though. But if I like, had to stop recording a podcast midway with you and just <laughs> throw a pile of shit at you on my way out you know like i don't know that i would right uh, yeah, it's worth it's like, it. it's uh hey yeah i know we're like we, we have like you know mark holcomb on it's like hey dc like hey I, you my bro i know we're supposed to finish this yeah, but man. i gotta go like this i gotta go do a podcast with a with somebody million. else you know yes yeah it's uh, uh toodles <laughs> yeah that was an interesting story and when i when i saw it i was like oh man i can't wait to I can't wait to talk to you about this because this is, oh gosh, it was just so absurd. And I remember I was explaining it to my wife and she's, you know, she is aware of football, Yeah, you know, and she was like, wow, that's pretty terrible. I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like that's, that's about as bad as it gets. And then I just oh. like would think like, then why would anyone trust you at LSU? Like what, you know, like it just, and then like to, to be LSU, to be like, yeah, we want to hire you while you're the coach of a playoff contending team. That's right. still alive. You still have work to do. We right. want to hire you away from that. And there's no flexibility. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like a weird like, I don't know that I would want to work for a place that would want to do that, you know? I, I feel like because of how Notre Dame got Brian Kelly, he kind of did the same thing at the place that he was before, kind of jumped ship, you know what I mean? But he was at Cincinnati, right? Yeah, he, he kind yeah. of jumped ship from Cincinnati, came to us, did the same thing to them. And it's, it's, it's just like anything else. Like, if, like to your point, LSU, like if he did it at Cincinnati to get to Notre Dame, I don't know if there was if the game plan was like you know what we could probably lure that fucker away from Notre Dame the same way he jumped ship from Cincinnati right because he's like happen. and I guess it's like when they know in the you know in like an action movie they know somebody's got like a gambling problem oh yeah you know yeah. they're like well he's fucking loves money <laughs> <laughs> you know mm-hmm. he'll, he'll do anything for that but i mean he must clearly he maybe he has the secret sauce and he he knows what's up but uh you're the winningest coach at notre dame after this season you're the you're the winningest coach in notre dame history you don't think that if 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 you gave in notre dame and like a, a chance to counter like if you say hey listen lsu they call me they, they offer me 95 million they're saying they want me to make a decision by tomorrow what say you, AD, University of Notre Dame? You're, you're the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. You don't think right, which be is like, which is what let's leads. just give him 120 or 130. What the fuck? Like you know, what I'm saying like what leads me to think he just wants. Oh, he wanted he wanted to leave. He wanted yeah. he wanted to be out. Yeah, and then just just fucking say that. Like That's these kids. Like just just That's get out there. Like listen, guys, listen. Someday, I know this sucks. Now, this is if I was Brian Kelly, this would have been my bro, speech. Ready? Here you go. Bro. Here you go. Here you go. Hey guys, listen. I know it came out terrible, but look, here's the deal. I know you're not going to understand this now because you're all young men. You don't have families. You don't have things. But here's the deal. I need to go somewhere else. I don't want to be here anymore. And I just got offered a ton of money. I'm sorry. I'll see you. Good luck. But this is what I'm doing. 
I don't want to be here, and I want more money. Like, just be honest. Don't tell me it's like, Dude, don't bl- don't stand behind your workers. Don't stand behind mm. your fucking kids and be like, oh, it's my family. Do this for my family. I, no, you're doing it because you're bro, a dick. You know, just admit bro, it. I I was telling one of my coworkers who's who's a Notre Dame I was telling the same thing. I said, listen, I would have so much more respect for him as a player if within that four minutes he just shot it fucking straight. To me. <laughs> yeah, he dude. just shot it fucking straight. Look, bros. I know I recruited you guys. I know I like fucking came to your houses. I told you, t- talked to your moms, your dads, and your cousins, your uncles, and 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 all your family members, and told you, hey, ninety nine point nine percent of our student athletes graduate. You're gonna come here and have a great student athlete education. You get like your degree is gonna be fucking sought after as soon as you graduate. Like, dude, it's you're, it's gonna it's a great opportunity, and you're gonna play for one of the most storied org- organizations in the NCAA like in all of sports it's like a in all of, in all of it's like sports, a logo right? it's like a logo yeah. that you see at the Jersey Shore yeah. on the boardwalk you know right and then I'm gonna huge butt your ass and say but <laughs> yeah <laughs> they fucking offered me a hundred million dollars it can change the the fucking foundation of of generational wealth for people when I'm dead in the ground 10 20 years over you know what I'm saying I had to take it and I want to fucking win a national championship. I don't know what's up with the student body here and being able to get the athletes that we need yeah, to do it. But I want some kids right. that that are that can barely read but are really fast. You know, I like would, I would like, <laughs> like I would be like, shit, man. I mean, hey, I know like we just got this blue chip player, all whatever offensive tackle that's like you know six five and three hundred pounds. But you know what? I can go to LSU and there's a dude that's six seven, three fifty, and runs a four nine. Like yeah. I'm. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Later. And I'll be like, you know what? That fucking suck, guys. But shit, what else can we do? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I want a 1.5 GPA requirement, you know? Straight facts. Just like, straight give, facts. Me, give me the athletes. Yeah. No, I get it. I get yeah. it. And everybody be like, all right, I respect that. College Absolutely. football. What can you do? Can he run? Can he jump? Can he have a great 40? Does he have the mental capacity to write his own name at the top of an SAT test? I don't know, but like, yeah, but let's do it. Can, can you see this? Have you seen him run routes? You know, like, <laughs> have you seen that? Did you? This kid can catch a ball. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, That's why I, I love, I, I love sports, man. That's what keeps it's, me it's coming the, back. It's this the American way, I guess, you know, yeah. it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's nuts. It is nuts. Well, Christmas is, uh, upon us soon and you know what that means bro it's going to be our our third annual christmas spectacular where we tell little christmas tales we play our favorite christmas tunes of the year so that's coming up in a few weeks looking forward to that hell yeah Um, riding out 2021 the year of the everyman part two heading full bore into the year of the everyman part three absolutely absolutely 2022 which is Fucking Lord of the Rings, bro. A lot of twos. Yeah. <laughs> this is a trilogy. Yeah. And uh I'm I'm here for it, man. I'm here Hell for yeah, it. Hell yeah, I'm here for it. But, I'm right here for it with you. You know in the canoe. And and on the topic of football, and if the NFL in November, what mm. a clusterfuck. Like Jesus. Every like everything. Jesus. And and I and I just want to say one thing. And I want to go on the record publicly here. I remember I've been a Steelers fan my whole life. I remember Neil O'Donnell, okay? Mm-hmm. I remember, not only do I remember, I'm sitting right next to my Tommy Maddox sign. I mm-hmm. love Tommy Maddox. Tommy Maddox right. was like him yeah. and Jerome Bettis, like my, basically my Dude, two favorite Tommy Steelers Maddox of all time. Tommy Maddox is basically your spirit animal. He's my, so, yeah. like, I just loved his energy. I loved his story, his, his, his whole full circle things. Beautiful. Yeah. 
And then I remember watching Tommy Maddox get hurt the year they drafted Ben and Ben coming in and they were down like 28 to seven and he brought Mm -hmm. them back, like almost won the game. And then he won like 13 straight starts that year. Second year wins a Super Bowl. Like Ben has this, I've seen pretty much every single game of Ben Roethlisberger's career. All the ups, the downs, the the injuries, the controversies, the, the 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 just the bullshit at times. Yeah. The guy's had a great career, and he's also been as a, somebody who's been watching the Steelers. Like they don't get a lot of national attention unless they're like winning, mm-hmm. but like he's been battered and abused and beaten. Probably, I can't think of any other quarterback off the top of my head that's had as many injuries. Oh, and, yeah. like, he's he's just really – it's like he reminds me of Brett Favre at the end of his career where he had just been abused for 20 yeah. years, you know? Yeah. yeah. And But he still has the, the mindset of the gunslinger, okay? Yeah. yeah. But I'm watching this Bengals game this last week, and it was like they were getting <laughs> – they were, like, getting – Getting beaten, but I've watched the Steelers come back in the second half. They just right. did it against the Chargers, nearly won the game the week before, like 30 points. Right. I'm like, look, you give me Ben plus six, I'm going to take that any day because I he's a championship quarterback. He can win games. He, he's yeah. He's got like third most fourth quarter comebacks behind Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. The guy mm-hmm. wins games. Yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick gets this interception. They're down 21 to three. And then they they're coming back <laughs> up the field. The first play, Ben looks directly into the eyes of Mike Hilton, who's now on the Bengals, and throws him the ball. Mike Hilton returns it for interception. Now it's twenty-eight mm-hmm. to three, and I yeah. looked, and right there I said, "Ah, I think it's over." I think right there that because like they showed his face after, yeah. and he just he had that. I've always the Ben bewilderment look. Like there's like you know like just. <laughs> He, it's like what Eli would do all the time, but every now and then, and there was just something about the look on his face looked defeated that I've never yeah. seen him yeah. look before in yeah. like 20, 19 years of watching this guy play football. And I think it's like, man, you're a champion. You've had, you're a legend. You're, you should be a first ballot hall of famer. I don't know if he will be a first ballot hall of famer, yeah. but like based off of his numbers, who he played like, and the fact that he played against like with the best to ever do it while he played. And he's still, you know, he's got nothing left to prove. No, he doesn't. He doesn't, man. I please, I, I don't want to see him go down. You know what I mean? Just be battered on his way out. No, man. You know? Yeah. And like, and I also don't want to see him like, still want to play and the Steelers Bro. clearly want to move on. And then he goes and plays for like the jets. You know what I mean? I just, Dude. I don't want to see that either. So I'm just hope. I hope Ben winds it down this year, plays as good as he can and just rides off in a sunset as the champion that he is. And, and we need to hopefully somehow, maybe they can sign Aaron Rodgers or something, but dude, or, or relegate him to, Grooming a, a a new young stud or something, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know about me, it's not going to be Mason Rudolph, dude. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? If if they go into the draft this year and they get some like you right. know fucking number one, well, they were talking about that kid from Notre Dame that they really they've been watching uh, watching him, but um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. I it might maybe I'm just like fantasizing, but I do think there's a possibility they could get Aaron Rodgers. 
Because like that's the I would Steelers, love to see Aaron Rodgers in Pittsburgh. The Steelers are like are one of the few teams where like he could go and win a Super Bowl the right right, oh, right now. You know right, what I mean? Right fucking now. It would be yeah. it would be glorious. And yeah. uh, as much <laughs> I watch how quickly I become an Aaron Rodgers fan. By the way, oh bro, um, yeah, I'd be covered in twelves. Well, actually, he wouldn't <laughs> be able to wear twelve there because of uh, right old Terry boy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, it's it's a tough it's a tough watch for the Steelers right now. Um, but it's what keeps you coming back. And the other thing about the NFL this year is like everyone is like 500 across the league. Like teams that started out, like look at the Patriots. Yeah, bro. Holy shit, they yeah. were awful, and now they're like dude favorites. Is fucking going now they're nuts, like man. probably the favorites to come out of the AFC because they're like the most solid team. Mac their Jones. Defense though, their defense is going crazy. Are bro. you surprised like, at all by Mac Jones? I am. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. But then again, you never really bet against Bill Belichick. But man. he's like making big time throws, though. Like it's not just oh, yeah. game manager stuff. He's like winning games. Yeah, but he's executing that. He's executing, you know, Bill Belichick's vision offensively, defensively. You know what I mean? They got their old DC back. Like it's. Yeah. They're humming, man. Like it's. What, Patricia's back? I thought he was back with the Patriots. They always come back, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, it's gonna be they're looking uh, good. They're looking good. Are we gonna get Tampa, New England? They they, they has to. Ooh, I mean, jeez, that'd be crazy. Can you that'd imagine crazy. the the media? Well, Brady's a. Son, you know how? Man, like, but, Jesus. You know how they're always like grasping at straws, like by Thursday mm-hmm. before the Super Bowl, they have like nothing yeah. left to talk about. Yeah. They're going to be like, well, today, Tom Brady ate avocado ice cream, and Belichick had a bowl of chili. What does that say about the... Oh, of course. You know, it's going to be... Gonna do that, man. It's going to be unbearable. Gonna it's going to yeah. be unbearable. So. I, thought the, I, thought, I thought the Bucks were going to lose to the to the Colts last week, man. Yo, really Colts did. are good too, man. Yeah. What about Carson Wentz? I'm, I'm glad yeah. that he's playing well. I'm glad he's yeah. doing well. He really is. I just thought he he's got a raw deal it. here. Yeah, um, he's slinging it. Good, good guy. Good player. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, brother. Another week, another pod. Christmas is coming. And uh, we'll be here for it. Love you, man. Hell yeah. Have a great week. Love you too, bro. We'll see you all next week.